Welcome to African Defence Review. We're resuming our coverage of events in Juba today as fighting continues across the capital after the weekend. We're talking now with Katie Snowball, Development and Support Officer with the International Organization for Migration in South Sudan. Katie, can you tell us a little bit about what's been happening there over the last three or four days? Uh, tensions have been building in Juba for, for a little while. Over the last month, I would say, the last week has become particularly tense. We knew with Independence Day, the anniversary of Independence Day coming up, that it would be um, very stressful. There were a couple of events on Thursday night and we got together on Friday and um, I think it was decided that if Friday night, if things happened on Friday night, then it wouldn't be good. Basically the last two days, Saturday and Sunday, has been very bad, especially where the island guest house is in Tongping. There's been a lot of fighting, small arms on Saturday, um, Sunday, the heavy artillery started, mortars dropping. Today it's been the same, particularly in the morning. And we know it's been the same over the IRM office, which is in the other side of town. Many of the accounts of the violence that have emerged so far have placed the start of events at a roadblock at which a shootout occurred on Thursday night. Does that accord with your experience from that side at the moment? Yes. Yes, that's what we heard as well. Um, yeah, and the reports that came out were just skirmishes between the SBLAM and the SBLAM in opposition. Everything's really unclear. I would say at this point it feels like everything's unconfirmed. And because all the humanitarians are in lockdown, it's very, very hard to verify any information. There's a lot of misinformation flying around as well. Various uh, spokespeople are saying certain things and... It's difficult. It's difficult. We're getting updates from the UN, obviously, on the radio and then other humanitarians across town. So we're getting a lot of information, but it feels like there's a lot that's unconfirmed right now. Some reports have indicated that there's been firing on UN positions in Juba. From what you've been hearing from the United Nations, is that correct? Uh, it's hard to tell if that's accurate or not. There's, I think there's firing on a lot of things in town. We're close to the UN base here, the UNMIS base, but it's also close to the airport and it's also a neighbourhood where I think a lot of influential people live. So it, it's I, I couldn't say or not whether it's firing, firing on the UN, but I, I'm not too sure about that. And across Juba in general, is there some indication that certain areas have been seeing more fighting than others? Yes, there's definitely a focus on two particular areas, Gedeli and Jebel. And Tongping. Uh, Tongping is where the island guest house is and also where the airport is and also where the, the Unmis base is. Jebel is also where UN house is. Um, the fighting is definitely focused around those areas. And then there's Manuki as well. And have you had any reports of attacks on other humanitarian compounds in the city? We haven't had any reports like that at this time. People are fearing looting as well overnight. We're hearing lots of shots, lots of small arms that's ringing out, that are ringing out at all times of the, the night and the morning. Um, our compound is very secure. I think there are other NGOs or agencies that don't have as much security as we do. And obviously there's national staff who are in houses in some of these areas. So there's, there's a really high concern for people who don't have the same level of security as other agencies. So far, I haven't heard anything but uh, it's hard to say what will happen in the next couple of days. 
And is there any indication as to whether the fighting is increasing in intensity or has it started to peter out over the last day or so? I don't think it's petering out. It's coming and going. So there's certain times that they have been more active, the fighting's been more active. Uh, I don't think it sounds like it's stopping. We, we really hope that it is a bit calmer tomorrow, but everyone's in lockdown. So we're not getting a lot of verified information on what's happening. And for IOM, what are your immediate concerns? Are all of your staff safe and what are your short-term priorities? We're very safe, yes. We feel very safe. Um, I should say certain people. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of national staff who are in areas that uh, it's a little bit more tense. They don't have the security. We haven't... Uh, I'm probably not privy to a lot of a lot of the conversations that have been having, but I think that everyone's feeling okay right now. There's The airport is, is closed down. There's no flights coming in and out at this point, so we won't relocate uh, today, obviously. Tomorrow it may be a different story. Um, for IOM, in terms of response, it'll be really, really important to get out there and find the people who we think have been displaced. There's been a lot of people running to UN bases or collecting at various church or community areas. And I think one of our main concerns is how are they? It rained on Saturday night and we were worried about everyone outside in the rain, uh, little access to shelter and food. Obviously, we're concerned with the capacity of the health facilities in Juba. We have a health team here and we know that all the, all the hospitals in town, or the main hospital in town, I should say, is going to need extensive support with casualties or injuries or whatever's been happening out there in the last few days. And have you had any communications with IOM sites outside of Juba? So there have been reports of troop mobilizations in various other large cities outside of the capital. Yeah, I think it is a fear that this will spread. I think that's true. We're in contact with our field officers. Um... Yeah, I, I'm not too sure what to say, but we are in contact with everyone and UNDSS and UNMIS as well are in contact with humanitarian agencies and other UN agencies in the field. But I think everyone in the country is concerned that this will spread. And have there been any communications over the radio, for example, from either Riek Machar or Selva Kerr to indicate that either of them are in control of their respective forces? I haven't heard anything like that, no. And do you have any idea of an approximate timeline over the last few days since, for example, Thursday night of the order of events that have been taking place in the capital? Um, let me think. So Thursday night was the, the roadblock and that was the first indication that things were getting serious. And we did hear that there were uh, soldiers, soldiers um, casualties. Friday it escalated in Gadeli and Jebel. Uh, we were at the office and then we, all the UN staff were instructed to return home or return to a safe area. Uh, Friday night, I'm, I'm thinking, I can't remember exactly Friday night. Saturday night was when the small arms really started or when we really heard them over in Tongping. Was that Saturday then, evening or kind of late afternoon? Uh, in the morning. Okay. It was in the morning. Yeah, and that's when I think it was all um, happening at the airport and around then. I think that's also when we started hearing reports that people were running 
to the bases when people were um, fearing being out on the streets a lot. There's a lot of, there are still a lot of soldiers walking around the neighborhood, walking around the streets. And Sunday and Monday have been a couple of days of really heavy artillery, definitely. And one of the accounts that we've been hearing was that IO soldiers may have moved into the south of the city to take over control of certain areas and that some of the fighting was the efforts of government forces to dislodge those troops. Do you have any indication of whereabouts in the city fighting has been heaviest and, and whether the south in particular has been seeing heavy shelling? I probably wouldn't be the best person to ask about that. I'm not, okay. um, I'm not really good with the, the directions in the city, I have to say. And it is... It's also hard where we're in the house here. We're really under lockdown. So it sounds like there's there's um, fighting or firing coming from all around, but I probably couldn't say which direction it's heading. I'm sorry. And finally, for many people watching from the outside where much is still unclear about the facts and what exactly is happening on the ground, is there anything that you feel would be useful to know or to let people from the outside be aware of at the moment? Uh, just that we... We really hope that it, it's calm again tomorrow. This is, it's very stressful. South Sudan has been in civil war for a very long time, a very long time, and it's getting more and more difficult. The economy um, is struggling. Now there's no peace in Juba. I think we would, we would just hope that the international community does keep a watch on South Sudan and keeps the people of South Sudan in their thoughts.